This episode is brought to you by the Pizza Boys. We deliver the meats. Go to the EJMstore.com for the official Pizza Boys merch. And look out for the Pizza Girls coming soon. And now, back to the show. And welcome to another episode of Deal Talk. I'm Deal, let's talk. Uh, today I have the honor of presenting two special guests. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, give a warm welcome to the Pizza Boys. Welcome to the show, guys. How you guys doing? Living. Living, living, living. So what's up? What's new? I see you guys. You guys have this new product, this collaboration and apparel. Talk to me about this, Pizza Boys. What's going on? You got it, Nick. All right. So, well, actually, we we ironically how it started with us is is super funny because uh, it was just a normal conversation. Actually, it was all three of us, and then we're sitting here. You know, we're just saying dumb shit like. <laughs> <laughs> And at first we was like, I guess we probably thought we was really joking, but then when like we sat back and just thought about it, we like we we delivered the meat. <laughs> we delivered the meat. And then I'm like, you know, how chicks feel, you know, about they do and shit like that. So we thought about it and like, yo, we definitely delivered the meat because honestly the chicken gonna let you hit again if you ain't delivered the goods, you know what I'm saying? So, it's obviously it's provocative, but you know, it's a good provocative. Like it's nothing crazy, crazy, but it's something enjoyable and um, relatable. Yeah, it's enjoyable for me uh, because I'm actually surprised by overwhelming support for women because a lot of women actually bought the shirt. They actually like it, and they're like, "Yo, I want to buy for my dude, but I want one of these shirts, you know, to walk around in the house and stuff like that." I got a girl that's honestly surprised. So, you know, so far it's been great, but the way we came about it after we recorded a podcast with you and um and we was talking shit and then it was and then it had a ring to it. And then one thing led to another. We just got it out there. It took a little bit, but you know, there's a process. Obviously, you know, we had to get the technicals out the way and everything. And so far we we're doing good. I mean, we got Ooh. positive feedback so far, so very enjoyable. That's dope. I'm happy to hear. I'm happy that uh, you were able to create create it here, especially in this platform. Yeah. The uh, the business side of that is, well, delivering the meat is more or less like <laughs> delivering the, the bulk of information when it comes to gems or jewels. Whenever we get together, yeah, we always end up with like really positive. Uh, uplifting losses turn to lessons type of discussions. So it, it's that. inspired by that as well. And yeah. Boom. Deliver the meat. I like it. I like it. It's fun, provocative, catchy. I think it's relatable because yeah. women too could deliver the meat. We have we have a, a, a girl's design <laughs> that we're working on as well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just funny because that could be said, oh my God, there's so many scenarios when you say that. I'm just like, oh shit. That's what's up. I'm happy to hear that. That's that's dope. That's dope. Where where can the people find find the the merch? At the ejmstore.com or on all of our platforms. You look at the link in the description, click, get all the information that you need. Anybody that supports will get a slot on the website to showcase their product or showcase their uh, their style or their sense of wearing it or representing. All right, boom! There we go. Go go get that merch, all you ladies, gentlemen. 
so what else is new? You guys been busy? Were you training? Got books? What, what's what else is going on? For me, I'm preparing to get my kids back from their summer vacation with their mom. Oh, so you be vac on a mini vacay too? Oh yeah, I've been on vacation from my daughters. They've my pains, but I love them. But you know, ah, preparing to get them back. You know, school time and everything. But uh, so basically, I've been personal training all summer. Besides collabing with Elvis on the Pizza Boys line that we came up with and everything. Personal training on getting to know people. Actually, I have great clients so far. Very enjoyable, very relatable. Nonstop grind. I truly enjoy what I'm doing. Nice. Now. Still doing my acting thing as well. I just filmed a scene. Actually got prepared to do a sex scene next, but um <laughs> but well, that's a good way to promote the uh the shirt. <laughs> exactly that's that I told my producer director, I said, Look, bro, uh I got a brand out. You know, me and my boy who came up with so he, he said, Yeah, throw it in it, it's not a problem. Nice. So cool with that. So the shirt and the shorts definitely get some type of playtime, airtime and everything. So but yeah, that's all I've been doing, just just grinding, training, sleeping, working, filming, and yeah, man, just being blessed every day to wake I'm up. Into that. What about you, Elvis? Mm-hmm. I know, I know you. Uh, you made a a big move from Atlanta to not to New York. Oh man, look, uh, going from Atlanta to New York, yeah, it, it was an adjustment, but it it seemed like it was a necessary one because I'm in a position now where. I'm building other projects that are all going to connect with one another. I'm not going to speak on anything too heavily just yet. Everything is still in the works. But every person that I'm involved with building, it has everything to do with uh, promoting or uh, pushing other people's brands and other people's uh, journeys at the forefront. So using my own platform or using my own passions, I'm helping push other people's narratives or other people's work as well. So in conjunction, it's helping create that table so to speak that we all ultimately want to create and you know use at our disposal so we have so we have resources because everybody's not just going to give us anything for you know for our services we have to make our own thing at this point um and it's a weird it's a weird position to be in because it's it's a lot when you sit down and break everything down but actually doing it it's like a slow process Mm -hmm. so i really have to stay focused on studying making sure that I'm on my P's and Q's about not just my knowledge, but everything that I'm involved with, not forgetting some meetings or uh, business settings that I have to maybe set up and just being available for opportunities. Like, so it's, it's a lot. It's a, it's a blessing to be able to be here. And like Nick said, personal training off and on, it's still my passion and my hobby. So just doing the best I can with what I have. Boom. That's amazing. That's uh, that's amazing. I'm happy. It's work, right? Everything is work. It's work. Awesome. You're working for it, right? Like that Rihanna song, work, 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 work. <laughs> Boy, speaking of which, um, I might be starting this contract here soon in New York as well with, uh, with this program, mentoring and uh, building with young teenagers, middle school and high school. So, God willing, when that takes fruition, I might have you guys come in and we might put together some other side projects as well. Continue to just building on the fruit. You know, it's, it's, we, we're not just going to stop at Pizza Boys. 
we gotta expand and, and oh, create yes. this further. Yes, you, yes. You already know. Just give me the word. I'm there. Uh, yeah. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> I will keep you guys. Same here. Up. Same here. You know number, you know the phone the phone will call. We'll show up and, and we'll do a thing. I'm I'm yeah. happy. I'm happy that you guys are doing, you know, because these are conversations we have had uh, you know off camera, right? And yeah. and and, yeah, and everything's like finally, you know, coming full circle in a sense of progress, at least the work, right? Mm-hmm. Everything else just it's just an, uh, a positive blessing add on to it, which is the work, is opportunity, just finally get the ball, uh, the ball moving, right? Yes, right. um, it's like like they say, trust the process. Like obviously, patience was a big part of it, and us figuring out like you know how to go about certain things, and you know making it to that point where it's though like, all right we're ready now yeah so i'm glad the process did take a little bit because we ironed out details we we figured out what we could go with and and this that, and third and also i can't go without saying this i gotta i gotta give a shout out to my homegirl ash down in georgia and i mean she she came through when i needed her and she came through for both of us again so I definitely want to give a shout out to her because oh. we couldn't got something good going on if she didn't come through. I don't know if we could have got somebody else to understand what we was trying to say and what we was trying to do with that. So give a definitely good shout out to Ash. Boom. Shout out to her. Big shout outs. Big, big shout outs. And that's that's speaking a lot, man. It's like we're we're constantly reframing the process to continue practicing that process so you know one thing that works right now you're only doing it until you get to where you got to go but you got to realize you got to keep adapting it and keep growing in it so that you can continue growing and learning and have more to continue putting into this so i'm in that point right now where i'm grateful to other people who i've been able to work with because they've allotted me an opportunity further to do more with what I have than what I was just able to do by myself. So yeah, big shout outs. I'm into that. <clears throat> I think I don't know. As of lately, I've been thinking about like time. I mean, I'm always thinking about time, you know. But it, you know, sometimes you need to give time. Like you want something so bad, but you have to give it time, right? You, it, it's not right there and then. Mm-hmm. Or like if somebody. Just trying to get something right through to your head and want to make you understand, and like you don't get it, but you got to give it time. And I think you know, we throughout the course of all of journeys, right? We we in some way or form we are able to plant the seed and grow in a sense to to find progress and, and you know each to its own dream and passion. Agree. <laughs> It's uh, it, we we almost there where we could afford a hundred percent, uh, the quality we deserve for all this content. So I just got to keep working through it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You learn, you grow, and as you grow, you just continue to learn, 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 learn. Be willing to learn, be willing to understand, and obviously, we all know it's risk. But when there's risk, there's reward. You know, and that's one thing I noticed all of us do 
And that's what I like about both of you guys. You're willing to take certain risks in order to get that reward, you know? So. I mean, it's, it's, it falls down like, like uh, me and early, earlier, when Elvis was, was talking off camera, like um, sacrifice. What are you mm-hmm. willing to sacrifice? Because everything is sacrifice. You, you know, it's, you're not going to have your cake and eat it too, right? Never can. Not always. Right. If it was like that, every man in the world would be happy. <laughs> because, we, because we deliver the meat. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect segue. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what what are you, you know, what what are we willing to sacrifice, you know, to do, to accomplish, to obtain, to achieve, to complete our goals, or whatever we want, right? That's a mentality in and of itself. It's not even just about like what you can think up because everybody's going to say, I could give up some money. I can give up some time. It's when you got a birthday party to go to. Are you willing to give up the time you need because an opportunity showed up? You have a baby shower you might have to show up to. Are you willing to spend the money right now? Or are you having to save and conserve a little more because you have something else that you need to invest in? Are you willing to put in those hours in that time and take away from other things that might have just as much value? Yeah. So it's a constant back and forth tug of war with yourself. It's, but it's, it's, it's all it's, in all. It's focused too. It's focused because like you have a lot of things in play, but you, you, you know, you're, you're giving 5% here, 5%. You really need to, you know, find a way and focus on one thing. Right. So that can help you build the other thing. Because sometimes yep. we're like, we, we're trying to do five things at a time and we're just half and ass, half ass everything. I'm reading five books right now. I ain't even going to hold you, fam. Five books right now. Straight up and down. I ain't even hold y'all, bro. Five books. I couldn't, I couldn't just wait. I had to like jump right into the info. You're right. It's an issue that we all gotta gotta keep practicing on. Patience is key. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, myself, like, um, this year alone, I was doing too much early in the league, and I had to stop because I wanted to expand on real estate, uh, get another rental property, and everything. But you know that that fell through, and I'm I'm to be honest with you, I'm glad it fell through. Um, you know, I was hurt like for four months in the beginning, the first four months of the year, my sciatica. I basically didn't do anything, so I was mm-hmm. glad that kind of happened because it made me realize I was doing too much. I was sitting here trying to do this, and then talking about the pizza boys right here. And then I'm saying, okay, well, you know what? I need to make an investment here. Then I got to make an investment. So I got to do this right here. I had to literally <clears throat> stop. And I think that's why I got hurt. Even though I hate the fact I was hurt, but I was But it was for a good thing because it made me realize that I'm extended too much. Mm-hmm. And as an individual, when you are extended too much, it's almost impossible to do all the things you're trying to do. Right. So to sit there and reach out myself, man, you know what? Put it to the side, put it to the side, put it to the side. Come back at it after you finish this part, then go to that part. Mm-hmm. And once you that part, go to the next one. Yeah. 
everything at once. And I'm not going to lie. I started getting frustrated to the point I gave myself headaches. Because I mm. just can't figure this out. Like, I want to get this. I want to get that one. And it's like still so much going on, like with just regular life and then my personal life as well. So I'm just like, all right, just stop. Listen, I, I'll be honest with you guys. In the last, since June, I feel, I mean, internally, right? I feel like life is telling me to slow the fuck down. All right? Just like that. Just like that. Just, mm-hmm. you know, because, you know, I'm too, you know, I'm, I, I, I'm, 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 you know, how do I say this? I'm obsessed. it out. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I'm obsessive. I want I see something. Once I let my eyes out there, I have an idea. Yeah, let's go, let's go. Time because for me, time is the essence. I don't I don't have time to bullshit. You know, especially like you guys are witness when when it comes to like nine to five. I'm, I'm you know I'm my son's therapist. I don't got time for this shit. What's going on? Be quick, precise. I gotta go. You know, and. <clears throat> In June, my mom died. Like, she's my grandma. Like, she, I consider her my mom. She raped, she died. You know, that shit, that shit put, uh, that shit put a lot in perspective for me. Um, then I go over there, right? And I, 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 I start like, when I, when I used to go to, uh, Puerto Rico, I used to get this feeling, right? Like, ah, I know I'm here, right? I get there, I don't get that feeling. Mm. I go home, I don't got that feeling. You know, and I've slowly realized in, in those two or three days I was there, like, I have lost my place. There's no reason for me to come back here. As beautiful the island is, my reason it's gone. Uh, and there's people I know, there's people I probably miss, but I, I can't relate. That's that That reason is not there no more. And then I came back and, you know, I just, everything is pointing. You need to slow the fuck down. I come back. I start training, uh, training for this uh, competition. I was in dieting, bro. It's fucking miserable. I don't know how people could do it. Like I was, I was dying for a fucking burger <laughs> at a certain point. Right. Um, and yo, I gave it my all. I told my ACL. Yeah. Time is telling me you need to slow the fuck down. You're going too fast. I, I, you know, I finished the match because I'm stubborn, but I'm obsessed, right? Day later, I'm fucking bad at, uh, back in class with one leg. I got one leg back. I got that one is good, so I'm still going. I'm home. I'm still going. I'm home. I'm still going. I'm still going. I'm still going. Uh, some shit's going on that I can't really disclose, but I'm still going. And everything is telling me to slow the fuck down. And it's difficult. It's difficult for me because... I don't rely on nobody. I rely on myself. Everything mm-hmm. I've gone so far. And then, you know, once I, I have to start putting people on here, right? And so our system me are creating something like it's frustrating because now I rely on you. If I give you my word, you got it there. If you give me your word, I'm, I'm going to hold you accountable. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, I had this project, contract, everything set up, falls apart. Yet again, tell them to slow the fuck down. So I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to find some balance on how the fuck I'm slowing the fuck down because it's difficult. But yet, you know, I'm 
absorbing. I'm seeing. I, I'm like everything is slowing down. I'm able to processing process things uh, differently. Mm-hmm. I'm a little. I feel like I'm a little mm-hmm. bit more advanced than I was yesterday. So I'm, I'm at that point. That's another metaphor or another message behind the metaphor. We deliver the meats. I mean, <laughs> listen. There's the there's the understanding. We deliver the big word. We deliver the big gems. There's a there's a certain type of responsibility behind dependability and accountability. You know what I'm saying? When you order any type of food, we'll use that analogy for a second. You're expecting what you ordered. That means you're expecting them to have a certain competency to know and to be able to take action on what it was that you were asking for, what you you demanded. So there has to be a level of competency to understand you have to slow down long enough to get whatever working parts I asked for together so you can come and get it to me and execute. So overall, like it's, it's a sentiment that continues to give itself forward. If you really decide to look into it like that. And that's really what makes this brand such a natural, well, this, this design such a natural feel to other people as well is, is, everybody's got a thing that they're either rushing towards or slowing down from. And depending on where you're at on that spectrum, you're learning a certain lesson. Everything at the end of it all is to learn a lesson. So we could do what with that? Figure out the next step. You may not know what you need to do at the moment about your, uh, your grandmother or your mother, but you have uh, we were talking earlier offline about uh, dreams never dying. You picked up that will because that's somebody that you keep close to your heart. So that's a continuation of that delivery. You're continuing on that tradition, whether you have any purpose, for example, going down to Puerto Rico anymore or not is no longer the case. Your side of it was already finished. Like you, it, you it's accomplished. You now get to pick up and be that for somebody else within your family eventually mm-hmm. at some point, whether you go there or you stay where you're at. But you're now a source that carries on that will of fire. And so that keeps on pushing and propelling forward. We deliver the meats. <laughs> it's corny, it's funny, but the message is real and it's there. <laughs> so it's all human aspects <laughs> going into every avenue, family. Oh, yeah, shit. boy. <clears throat> <laughs> We deliver meats. Yeah. We deliver the meats. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. It's a guarantee that we got quality for your ass. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. To, to add on to that, um, one thing I realized, too, you know, when you say something's telling you to slow down or you need to slow down, sometimes, like, that energy, that force, or that, that you know, that field or whatever says making you slow down, it's not necessarily really a bad thing. Mm-hmm. You're never feeling what you're looking for in the process of slowing down, you know? And I think some people just never grasp the, the idea that, that, yo, when you're slowing down, it can really reveal what you've been looking for or what you've been missing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how when you're younger, like, they just tell the kids, y'all moving too fast. You're trying to grow up too fast. You're trying to grow up this, that, and third. And like, as I'm older, when I thought about it, I said, damn, you know, certain things, I would have slowed down. I would have caught on to that, you know, this, that, and third. I would have saw some of the things 
and you know because as us as kids we sometimes try to grow up too fast because we wanted to be the adults we wanted to get into the, the clubs or be able to mm. sneak get the alcohol and all the other you know the beer and stuff like that that we did as kids you know we, we all done it we we got kids and we know our kids will eventually try the same thing we tried and we're going to be just like our parents saying the same thing that they said to us <laughs> so but in all essence it's just that sometimes when you slow down, you really find what you're missing or what you're looking for. And sometimes mm-hmm. if I can think about it, when you do see it, you'd be like, damn, it was right there the whole time. Yeah. And you can see it. But the thing is, <clears throat> us as human beings, our curiosity, our nature, our brains, it can sit there and move at a million miles in any direction at once. You know, so we lose our focus. And then when we slow down, we regain it. Like, yeah. Oh snap! Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's because like the fifteen. I'm. I'm. I'm going on my thirty third chapter. Right. Mm-hmm. Blessings. Blessings. Thank you. And it just like it's like I predicted. I predicted what's was gonna happen. Right. I knew once that connection was broken, how things were gonna turn out. Right. But it's 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 for me. I guess the problem I've been having is accept uh, accepting it, right? Because I before this happened, I wanted to. I feel like I wanted to get to a certain place, and I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. And that's frustrating because I feel like every you know every footstep I take, uh, it's like here's a fuck another weight. Boom. Here's another weight. Boom. Here's another weight. Boom. Here's another weight. Boom. Here's another weight. Boom. And you know the reason, um, I you know I keep going because I need to get to there. It's for a, a greater scale, right? You know, and it just got me thinking. Is like maybe you know maybe you're not to get you're not supposed to get on to that scale on your own, which is something Info. that, which is uh which is something we you know a lot of us go through, trying to build it alone. Mm-hmm. Because you know. I know there's three, I'm, you know, besides me, there's other two gentlemen that has had to do overcome a lot of things on their own. So what are we doing? You get what I'm saying? And, yeah. what, and my fears, right? And, and my biggest fear is like, I'm like, fuck. Okay. I accept the fact the weights are keep coming. I'm supposed to um, get there, not alone. But who are you giving me? If, if yet again, I'm supposed to build the team that's supposed to get there. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's uh, go ahead, Nick. so the whole idea is you play chess, not checkers. Mm. So with chess, you figure out where the pieces are going to go. I mean, chess is an enjoyable game, but very uh, tedious. To it, and it's tedious, yes. So when you play checkers, you know, you're just quick with let's get my, 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 keep me, keep me, blah, 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 whatever. You play chess. Depending on the piece you have, think about the English one. How are you going to set that up right there? How are you going to set that up over there? So, as far as building teams, like just just playing chess, you're moving the pieces. Figure out what fits, what's going to fit in that kingdom that you're trying to build and what's not. And chess isn't a quick-ass game like checkers. Chess could be an hour. It could be two hours. It could be the days, like, yeah, I've seen chess games that went over days, but <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's a process. 
and play chess, not checkers. And mm-hmm. want the team you want, you'll uh, all fall into place. Trust me, it's there. Mm-hmm. It's three steps, or what you call it, not three steps, but three elements that in a sense, we gotta we gotta be aware of or gotta stay conscious of. There's the element of you knowing you gotta make a move. There's the element of that move made, and there's the element of the environment and how it's reacting to that move being made. So, you understanding that you get another weight and in another weight, it's because you're moving, and that movement is what's generating that next motion, that next outcome that next weight if you just stop it all stops if you don't if you think about it if you really genuinely want to stop you can nothing stopping you from doing that but the reaction of that or the repercussions of that is what you'll have to grow to be okay with if you're not obviously we continue to push the bar the way we're doing knowing that it's going to get heavier and heavier and heavier because the act of that motion deems or creates that next one that's heavier coming up it's like that consistent preparation i think that's why we're never masters of anything we're only continuing learners we're learned where we we're we're students of life as we continue to move along it and we never get to an actual end point because it it's a never ending type of situation that we consistently experience Mm. no matter what age we're at so really being able to sit back to understand that is where we'll have the appreciation of the moment uh, of the momentary thought or of that momentary action to stop, and that's where we have to just appreciate life because we'll be able to savor and discern those situations. It's like you'll only see your success if you sit down long enough to see that. But if you don't feel like you've got enough, you'll never have enough. I give you two examples. All right, so Bill, I met you through Carlton Irvin, my cousin. Jonathan right, Black. Frequency podcast. Like Car- Frequency Carlton podcast. from Bel Air. No. Yeah, no, for real. He's like Carlton from Bel Air. <laughs> I love him just a little bit, just a little, not not full fledged on, but he has his moments. You like, bro. <laughs> but that that's that's my guy. <laughs> I love him to death. Um, I met him, met you through him, and I told you, you know, how I was with certain things, and you know, you know certain things about me, and. You know, I told you before, I had, you know, failed business ventures before, this, that, and third, everything else. And me and you became cool because, you know, we said this, we did things together already, podcasts and everything like that. We potentially may be working on something else that in the pipeline that we're building up. And it's a risk for the reward, but also the size of business part, I can say you guys are my friends, period. Plain and simple. And same thing, for example, with Elvis. When you introduced me to Elvis, it's like the crazy thing yeah. just figured yeah. again. Right. So, so the crazy thing with Elvis is me and him know similar people. We we just never actually met each other. I mean, someone I work with at the gym know who Elvis is, and me and him you can now say, Yeah, man. Me and him, we working on a couple of things. And you know me, it took time because of my uh, businesses and things like that uh, to sit there and even talk business to somebody else. Because, you know, I said, 
fuck it. I'm just going to do it on my own. And da 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 But at the end of the day, after getting no Elvis and everything else, he said, he's the guy I need for that. You know, this wouldn't happen without Elvis. This would, not, this would not have happened without him. And it wouldn't have happened without you because I would never would have met him. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I, I say that to say I'm throwing all y'all flowers now because y'all really some good folks, period, overall. Thank you. At the same that. time, it also resonates with what you were saying as far as, you know, the trust again and, you know, the rebuilding the fell parts about it and everything. And like, if I didn't slow down, none of this wouldn't happen. Yeah. I think you know? a lot, well, I think uh, a lot of us, uh, that, that sense of rushness, it's due sometimes to the uncertain, uncertainty of, of life. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. we get hit with things unexpected and, you know, as people that like, how do you put it? Like we solve problems, right? Mm-hmm. That's how we've gotten so far in life. We solve problems. Uh, yeah, like, you know, we're thinking, we're thinking, we're thinking, and sometimes you got to let shit fall through, you know? And we're back. Apologize. Uh, we had some technical difficulties. Um, we were talking about top five uh, rap, and uh, Nick mentions his, which were... Tupac, Eminem, Big Pun, LL Cool J, DMX. Boom. And I was uh, just basically referring him that uh, I don't think Big is in my top five. I'm, I'm going to get a lot of backlash. But I think I, growing up, I consumed so much Tupac that, like, um, I didn't really consume Big that much. Yeah, and that's the thing. I, I consume, and that's, that's what I tell people. I gravitated more Tupac than what I did Biggie. Not saying Biggie wasn't nice because Biggie was a yeah. monster. Biggie was a monster. Like he really got some hard as punchlines and lyrics, had some dope hits and everything. Like, but it gravitated more towards pop. Like if I had a top ten, Biggie's in my top ten for sure. What what is considered to be like what what are the qualifications to like be top five? Like they have to write <clears> their <throat> own shit, spit their own shit. Um well, I'll leave that part for the artist. Hmm. Like, but for me, as a person receiving the music, for me to be in the top five, it's okay. Anybody could sell the most records. Doesn't mean it could be the top record. Like, for example, you know, disrespect of Vanilla Ice. I fuck with Ice Ice Baby. That is my John. And he sold that album he did sold 14 million units, if I'm not mistaken. But that did not make him a top five artist mm-hmm, or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was just a good ass song, especially that 5.0 song. <laughs> but, that, that go ninja, I mean? go ninja, go. Right. So like for me, uh what makes a person top five is if you can relate to them. Um how well did they reach an audience? Hmm. You know? And also, yeah, obviously, yeah, you made a sold records, but did you sell quality or did you sell trash? Because let's be real, keep it a buck. Half the music 
you hear out today, it's trash. It's gabaches. It's gabaches. It's yeah, it's it's a trash that's selling millions. And you know I'm a, I'm gonna keep it I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Like ninety five. Ninety five percent of it. I, I'm gonna keep it one hundred. Uh, I'm gonna get a lot of, I'm, I'm I'm gonna get a lot of backlash for this, but I like okay. taking risks, right? The greatest writer, music writer, composer, writer itself, it's 50 Cent. As far as? Writing. For? Writing. Artists? Writing. Just writing. Okay. So you're talking about like power and stuff like that? Just writing. Music? Just writing. Right? Better than any artist. Writing in general. Writing. Because he never stopped writing. I agree. I agree. Um, 50's first album was always the classic. No one, even even his enemies admit that. Like, yo, that album was, <clears throat> you can't lie, it was great. Super superb classic. Um, yeah, but 50 was more, well, let me, 50 is, I'm saying was, like he's dead, he's not dead, but <laughs> 50 is more than music and he has more talent and everything else. So yeah, the movies he's been in as far as an actor to help the ones that he uh, shows that he's been in as well, but also produced. And I believe he wrote some of the mm-hmm. shows too. I, I can't deny or confirm that because I'm not 100% sure. But I know he had a huge hand in a lot of shows and all his shows that he's done, they've been magnificent. I, I can't complain about none of them. Except, alright, I'm sorry, I can I don't watch, I only watch Power with Ghost and, and, and um Tommy. That's it. Tommy Ghost and whatever his other name is that. Anything <laughs> after I can't get the names out for that, but that's my shit. Anything after that, I didn't give a fuck about. <laughs> it wasn't no ghost. You know, and that's when I stay true. I did not watch anything else after that because there was no more ghosts. Now, well actually no, I'm lying, but I did watch the other one. Is that the white dude named Tommy? Yeah. Tom, okay, yeah, I was right. All right, yeah. It's because it's it's confusing Tom, because Tom. it's confusing because the names of the shows is like the Book of Power Two, Book of Power One, and like uh it's very confusing. Well yeah, uh <laughs> hold on, where's the fuck is hold, like, hold on like the Bible, like 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 the Bible, how they uh the book of Genesis, the book of this, the book of that, you know, revelations and shit like kind of compare power to that, like just just in the order they was making it. Hold on, because I wanted, I wanted, I wanted to talk about one of the videos you guys sent, uh, sent out in the group chat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said, "Yeah, it's crazy if you don't fit with the agenda, it sucks." Which one? Fucking insane! Fucking crazy, Matt. Was it this one? I remember that video. I want to give the child up for adoption. That one, was it. That one. Because there is a child in the world, and the mother's taking responsibility. No, but for let's that. say the child. There's a child. Let me just stay with this for a second. Uh, no, that's the Jerry Springer job. I think um, that's when Jerry Springer just wasn't uh, a all wild out ratchet show when it actually was legitimate. <clears throat> they was talking about you know they basically got that chick uh, before they started acting stupid. Yeah, before they all started acting stupid. That I remember that clip because. It was basically, they was talking about, you know, the woman's rights, rather they want to choose and keep the kid or not. 
And then if the man don't want to be there and, you know, and then he got hit with a double standard and they basically implied like, okay, so you're okay with the double standards as long as it benefits, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember that one. Damn, what, what's, you guys post some, oh, was you there, brother? I'm right here. I'm just, I can't do anything about, I can't even put a picture up. Like, All right. Oh, 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 we need your voice of wisdom. Jesus. Well, Power Book 1 was lit. Power Book 2, <laughs> I, I ain't get into it. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite rappers of all time is uh, Ballhead Slick from Gangstar. Yeah. And, and, and Cool G Rap. Uh, as far as the top five, listen... Top fives are subjective, of course, but like to me, it's got to be influential, and you got to, you got to be, you got to be obsessed with your craft. It's yes. you can't just have hits. You got to be a master of the craft as well. So mm-hmm. people like Eric Kim and uh, 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 Rock Kim, Eric Kim, yeah, Rock Kim and Eric B. The the uh, those are people I put up in my top fives and top tens, old old schools, but. You know, pioneers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people, yeah. People question. They be like, "Why you put LL in your top five?" He's like, a fucking savage. I say he's a right. He's what? a fucking savage. I'll be like, I'm like, bro. He made him make tracks. <clears throat> excuse me for the ladies and shit, but you go at this one. My man want him on any mm. motherfucker that wanted that wanted to work. You want that work? LL got mm-hmm. busy with anybody. He didn't give a fuck who you was. And that's why I, that's why I always loved and respect and listen to uh, LL's music. The style of shit yeah. always bumping. But at the same time, uh, y'all try to clown him, but my man literally can sit there and get busy on you real quick, drop a hot sixteen like it's nothing. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's why I always I was always in my top five. All right. So before we we were having this uh, technical difficulties, uh, uh, I wanted to talk about a specific topic. Uh, and we we uh, off off camera we we tend to discuss here and there, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it was me, right? I'm not sure, probably me. Uh, that um, I posted a video with uh, Kevin Gates, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna put out for you to hear it. Because who they matter to? We kill each other all day. We talk about each other all day. You know who talk about me the most on the internet? Niggas. Niggas. You know what's worse than a nigga? Two of them. Make you don't want to be a nigga. Yeah, man, it don't be no, it don't be nobody else talking about me. It be niggas, my own people that look like me. Talk about me like a dog. Kick me when I'm down. Can't wait. <laughs> look, look, look at Gates. Went to jail, they celebrated, clapped their hands. It was happy. I don't look at color and see race no more. I see real and fake. That's it. Even when I Back. see police, what's up, big man? Don't work too hard. <laughs> I'm gonna try not two games. Facts. So I remember, I, yeah, okay, I remember that now. Nah, Kevin Gates is fucking. Yeah. Look, I don't listen to Kevin Gates' music. I really haven't, uh, and I'm gonna be real with you. But I see the clips that he posts and 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 the, the shit that he be saying. And dude literally says some of the realest shit. Like right there is how I feel every day. And I agree with one million percent of everything he just said. Because 
as as a youth growing up and I keep it a buck with everybody, I've been told be careful with these white folks. They out to get you. They out to do you dirty and everything. Else. Fucked up reality is the ones who did me dirty was the ones telling me to be careful of all the motherfuckers. They were my black brothers and sisters. They were uh telling my Puerto Rican brothers and sisters, like I'm Puerto Rican black on both ends. I'm looking like, damn, the motherfucker that robbed me at gunpoint was two black dudes for a hundred dollars in a fucking train space back in 07. Uh the motherfuckers that watched me get robbed was nothing with a bunch of black folks and I don't know why they didn't they didn't check on me or nothing. I'm, I'm still a kid. I'm basically still young at the time. I'm just graduating. They ain't make sure I was okay or nothing. The motherfuckers that helped me get the motherfucker was the fucking white folks. I said, that's crazy and shit. But y'all told me, don't fuck with them. The motherfuckers that helped me get my house was a white broker, white realtor. Tried working with a black realtor, bullshitting me. Tried working with a black broker. Fuck me, old bullshit. Didn't even want to give me the day a chance or anything. White bull said, look, I can help you get here, here, here. You, you got to do this and follow what I tell you. That's how I got the house I've been blessed with, right? Uh, besides you guys, I have some white friends too in this and third, and I still got some black friends, but all my black friends say the same thing I said. All of them, uh, uh, all the people that told us to look out for this, they was the ones that just fucked us over. You know I mean? I'll tell I you why. Like, it's crazy. I'll tell so, you why. Go ahead, Elvis. Go ahead. Because, listen, we, the way we grow up, right, is we're all cool and we're all hip and we're all relating when we're all in the struggle together. And for some reason, for those reasons, for insecurities and a lot of lack and a lot of not being honest, niggas have this innate thing with their egos where once they do get maybe a little bit of money or a little bit of status or a little bit of power to their hands, suddenly Mm -hmm. out of nowhere, they're not playing. They're not playing like they were before on the same equal footing as you where it was too easy to share what you had now they're afraid of losing what they gained so they're gonna act like all of those other people and races that don't like us the way that they conserve what they got because at the end of the day this is a fear game about us real about everybody realizing that everything stems from us culture coolness uh, 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 the the waves everything that you look at and everything that you talk about when it comes to us as a folks as a people we make all that shit look cool so when one of us comes up you would think that it would be a love thing it's it's not it's because of this innate need to protect what you think you got out of this ego sense so you go from yep relating to you because we're poor but now that I got a little bit more I'm going to go ahead and treat it like I've seen all these other white people treat it. I'm going to keep it to myself and I'm going to pretend like I don't know you like that no more because that white man got it and he's kept it for this long. So this is the same way I got to do it. And they don't realize that they be falling victim to this mentality out of fear and out of a lack of understanding themselves further. So as far as what Kevin Gates is saying, I completely agree because just here in New York alone, bro, I have not met more bitch-made niggas in my life than here in New York. I'm saying that shit out loud. I don't give a shit who hear it. If you're from New York 
and you built like us, you'll relate to what I'm talking about. And if you don't and you feel away, you the bitch nigga that I'm talking about. <laughs> and right. And no, that, point that, blank. That's that's that's, 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 that's big fact. And and like I tell people all the time, um like white folks, I'll be honest with you, I they don't bogart the shit. The information's there. Mm-hmm. The, the information is there. They'll tell you what you got to do. You just got to be willing to do it. Black folks don't like to compete Black with each other. They just like to see And here's the thing, because I tell people this all the time. I said 90% of Black folks just want to live and prosper and live a good life. 10% niggas make it bad for everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and and people get mad at that, but that's the cold hard fucking truth. Like I can't honestly sit there and say, "Hey man, white dude stuck me up for a hundred dollars in a trans pass." You know what I'm saying? I can't. Mm-hmm. Like who's gonna believe that? You know they're gonna be like, "What? Really? Mm-hmm. Shit that that would be a fucking breaking news." Like if that was to happen to me, and then and it was really a white dude. You know Only saying? way for us to change the narrative is to keep doing what we're doing with each other. Loving each other through all this don't, process, don't even when money lead. come and go. Lead by example. Mm-hmm. Lead by example. Words could be one thing. Words are powerful. Yes, that's true. But when you lead by example, people will follow. Facts. That's, 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 that's why I love Malcolm X. I love Martin Luther King because King sat there and looked he went through some tough shit. Malcolm X. He started off rough. But you know what? You, you, you know what? You, you know what? Like, mm-hmm. use uh, like uh, Martha Luther King, for example, right? You know what turns me off about that whole debate? Is that they, they'll say he's great, but then there's a, there's a great percentage that will sit there and say, oh, no, but he was a womanizer. It was a player who do all the thing and discredit the actual work he did. It's cherry picking based you know? on standards picking. niggas don't even follow. Niggas exactly. don't even follow their own standards. Exactly. But they place it on others to That's not if they can't bring you down with if they can't bring you down with accolades and they can't bring you down out of your pocket, they're gonna mm-hmm. downplay you. That's all it is. And it's I, a, a ego trip. Like, for example, they would destroy a black man in a position of power that's leading anybody quicker than anything. You know what I'm saying? If you're leading to positivity and a unified front and things like that, that's that's positivity, right? So they would destroy that any given chance. And the crazy part is the people that would lead that destruction is the people he's trying to help. Like, us, us black folks, we... I'm, I, I'm, I, this is what I truly honestly feel that um, we help destroy King's legacy. We help destroy X legacy a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Not saying they're completely forgotten, but we're helping because the thing yeah, is. Yeah, their sacrifice don't mean nothing if nobody's actually doing it. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? They did all that. For us to be out here murdering each other left and right over, like, yo, like, real shit. Uh, a dude 
wanted to shoot another dude over 12 ounces. 12 fucking dollars, bro. Twelve dollars. And he'll sit there and no, tell you it's the principal. Made no mm-hmm. fucking sense. And 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 so that's why when Kevin Gates said so much sense, he's like, yo, I can't sit there. You know, you basically can't sit there and get mad. That's why I say fuck Black Lives Matter, the organization. Fuck that organization, but Black Lives do matter. Yeah. But it ha- but I tell you, it has to matter to black folks first before anything else. Like, all right. It's no, you can't you can't be you can't be it's like crying wolf. You can't be yeah. saying uh this matters, but you're the ones being self destructive of your own culture. Exactly. Yeah. That's like comfort in the victimhood. I'm sorry. Elvis, you go ahead. I ain't mean to cut you off. Oh, it's just comfort in the victimhood. Mm. Yeah. Okay, cool. No, <laughs> what I was No, I don't <laughs> No. So, all right, here you go. A dude robbed a gas station, right? But he had the nerve to have the Black Lives Matter shirt. How contradicting is that? They just don't care. So, yeah, you got every white people in America feeling guilty and donating mad money. They feel guilty. Yeah, you got everybody feeling guilty donating mad money to this organization. And I, I'm be real with you. Keep it a buck. Grew up in Philly. I know what goes on in Philly. I see what goes on in Philly. I may not live there no more, but I see what goes on to this day. I got ears. People, people tell me what's the fuck's going on. That shit ain't changed nothing. Mm-mm. Ain't changed a goddamn thing. That's why we're always going to be the crabs in a barrel. We're always going to have that crabs in a barrel mentality. You know what I'm saying? They like, and I tell people all the time, I said, look, you can't keep blaming this for this when, when you see what's going on. You know what I'm saying? No one's saying black lives matter when it's a black dude getting killed, a dude killing his girlfriend, the dude, the motherfucking dude literally just stabbed his wife to death and left her in a fucking van and left six children with her. He got arrested and everything, but Where's the real outrage? Everybody, oh, I feel so bad. I feel so sorry. And I, I know, motherfucker, that shit should not happen. I mean, if you hate the woman that much, walk the fuck away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and I'm pretty sure he probably was one of the persons that said, yeah, Black Lives Matter. No, they got, it has to matter to you. It has to matter to me. You, you, everybody else. If I'm saying Black Lives Matter, is it because it has it matters to me? Yeah, I don't think I think it's one of those things that like it plays it should pay, play a subliminal role. Like you don't need to say it for mm-hmm. it to matter, right? It's one of the things you just go go without like you mentioning it is almost like making it not matter. Yeah, like, that's some that's a value, that's a belief, that's something that you know people should be carrying it for themselves, right? Like when he says, like I I I identify myself as like what he says, like uh, there's no color, it's only right or wrong, or real fake. That's how I've been all my life. Pretty much, you get what I'm saying? It's is that that your actions that that show me what type of person you are. Like mine will show, right? Listen, I think 
Oh, man. I think we should just fucking break the media. Yeah. Even if it affects me, even if it affects my company. I think it breaks the media because it's it's a lot of people are talking and opinionating without no real experience of life. Mm-hmm. You want to sit there and you want to be in your feelings and and a lot of the fucking lawsuits nowadays or, or the shit that goes on trending, it's somebody in their feelings. It's not really because something's happening. This algorithm has built a certain stigma. That's what that's what's to us. But when it comes to every other race, they're doing what we created, but they're getting the views and popularity for it. So yeah. they want us to keep creating the culture, but they don't want us to be the ones in front of the face doing it. And when we are, they only want certain types of us doing it. So there's there's like a gatekeeping, like uh, uh, literally every level we get to, because and it's it's a sad cycle that keeps on once again perpetuating its own stigmas and its own its own uh, it's it's a snake eating itself from within ourselves and continue to build like you said. I mean we can't kill the entire media, but we can build our own and get all of our own. as opposed to what you like. You don't see no corporations out here getting folks involved, other if it's not for like a sale or something in return for them where they gain. We're not even out here doing that. We out here giving more than what we're getting on top of what we're already losing. That's what's going to continue setting the bar and making the difference. We just got to survive long enough to see it. True. Yeah. That is true. We basically got to tell them, look, we ain't that 10%. We the 90%. We're trying to convert that 10% to 100%. I think, my opinion, right? I, I think the media should be broken. You need to break the internet. Honestly, you need to break it. We all need a reset. You know, like like two years in a pandemic, and we needed that break. You know, but then mm-hmm. like out of pandemic, nobody wants to work. Nobody wants to do shit. Everybody's an entrepreneur, right? Which is not bad. The way you're carrying yourself out, it's it's bad because you're not doing anything. You're using words that have been used for a thousand years. And to say you're doing, you're not doing anything. Now the the the, the level of customer service, the everything is so fucking half ass. Go go into go to a Hispanic restaurant and go into another person's restaurant. Right? Let's say you got two Burger Kings. One is run by Hispanics, the other one's run by all other cultures. When you walk in. You know, do like I walk through. I don't walk. I, I see. I look at the floor. I look at the ceilings. I look at. I look at the walls. How they maintain their shit. Right. Different cultures do matter. We we are not maintaining our shit. We're not doing anything. We're not doing anything. We're, it's. You know, everything is music. Even music right now is shit. It's garbage. We're not making. We're not valuing what we have because we're choosing to cherry pick again what we want to make valuable based on our survivability everybody everybody is cool to support when it's comfortable but when things get uncomfortable that's when you really start seeing people disperse like flies and everything starts to show people want to attach people want to attach to you when you when you already worked your ass off and you're already at a certain level that's when they attach you that's when they fucking remember you overnight Mm -hmm. success you want to you want to like talk about the algorithm seven, seven fucking minutes you know it used to be like, oh, you have to have contact. I'm about to hit a hundred and a couple who's about to uh, uh, hit a hundred episodes. 
Why is my shit? Why why is my shit not playing like this ignorant motherfucker that that all he talks about is hoes and bitches and and how he fucks or how he likes to get fucked? Because that's the stigma they want to continue perpetuating. Right? That's what they want to keep pushing. They yeah. don't want this knowledge to get out. They don't want people to see that people like us are building. Yeah, we still we vulgar and we fuck around and we do what we do. But that's but it's not being vulgar. It's, it's being real. It's real. Yeah. It's reality. It's reality. Yeah. I give you. I give you fucking eighty something episodes of different type of individuals explaining, talk about their passions. You 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 get thirty seconds, seven seconds about a motherfucker talking about how he he likes to get his ass eaten, and that gets viral. Do you do you understand what I'm saying? We, we lost mm-hmm. we we lost morals, we lost values, we lost self belief. You get what I'm saying? We've we gotten put so more bored. value on the views. We we we've gotten yeah. so bored that we have let let our mind wander into places that shouldn't be there. Mm-hmm. Like I was reading this this article, right? I can't remember. It, it was like Google, or I can't fucking remember for the life of me. But it was talking about like the porno sites. One of the highest rank is like fucking their stepsister, or their stepdaughter, or their stepmom. Like this is being cons- fucking consumed. That means that we're not doing we're not doing our jobs. Parents are new, not doing their jobs. Our, our level of curiosity has gone to a certain level and extended that we actually lost control and just are wonder, wandering our, in life and a metaverse, whatever the fuck that is, and in our minds. And what level do we take accountability and say, stop, that's wrong? It was easy to lose control because niggas never knew they had it. Bingo. When Bingo. niggas finally found out they were in control, everything was already setting itself in stone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're already we're already living in this culture that's currently pushing it's like, all its negative narratives. It's like I was I was having a conversation with my stepdaughter, right? And she was trying to uh, uh, she was trying to prove a point regarding people going to riots. Do you know when they start a riot, they'll fuck up all the small businesses? And when they can't, they don't have enough funds to rebuild them, they get foreclosure and they come and buy them. People with money come and buy them, right? Mm-hmm. Let me ask you, why, why, why do, why do they do not attack the banks? I'm sorry, if you were fucking with my money, it's gonna start some shit. Why didn't go attack the banks? That's a good question. You can't say, oh, because my money is there when you you're crying, you're broke. Because mm-hmm. it's because it's where. Their money and their control is so you know it's funny because when they are attacking these entities, these big uh, uh, types of corporations, you suddenly have this influx of police and SWAT and all of these like organized militant people showing up to quell or take nowhere. control out of nowhere because those things are already guarded and, and provided for. First off, we got to ultimately realize that we were never meant to be this far enjoying the way that the system was built. We were only supposed to fund it with our lives and our blood and our ancestry, uh, uh, our children's 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 children. That's all we were supposed to do. We were supposed to die for their enjoyment. When that didn't happen, 
all of these countermeasures that they started to put in place to deter us kept coming up. And so that's why you have these systems now, why you have all these technicalities, all of these different ways of going about and getting through these loopholes and how they technically want to deal with the same crime uh, a, with a different punishment or a more severe one just because you happen to be light, uh, darker in tone or lighter in tone. It's all, it's all to continue pushing what they're ultimately trying to get at. We want what you create. We just don't want you because yeah. we think we earned it and we deserve it. As one of my t-shirts says it, manifest destiny. It's this notion that they think they were destined to freaking lead and rule and 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 take over things. And they weren't. They literally create their history off of ours. And yeah. we allow it yeah. because it's like it's like when you go it's like when you watch uh, the Breakfast Club, right? And you watch like Char- Charlemagne uh call people vulture culture mm-hmm. right but then you know why do the things you do then why be the 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 most popular culture that in or influencers right why do that if you don't want nobody rocking your shit money right the biggest floor the 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 money talks money talks you know the biggest form of flattery is is when you're being mocked, and people want to be like you. Imitation. Right? So mm-hmm. somebody to say culture vulture, like, then why do it? It's a culture. It's a it's a vulture when you're not paying homage and when you're not giving up where you're getting the idea from, which adds to this continued thing. They want what we create, but they don't want our existence or us to be involved. Why do we? Why, why, why won't we go to other countries that consider us to be Americans? But here we call you're black. Oh, you're you're Hispanic. Or oh, you're a Mexican. But the same thing as Hispanic, we, right? <laughs> we get told about what the world thinks of us by people here. But when we go out into the world and we go out and meet and talk to actual people out there. The mm-hmm. narrative is slightly different. Yeah. It's it's not what we're being fed. Your country is literally doing what they tell you every other country does. Yep. And yeah. we're still stuck in that box. Yeah. You'd be surprised on like I had a friend that was in uh Barcelona and she talked about like how the food is over there, right? Way different than what it is over here. Less we we our food here has more bullshit. Their food over there, more healthy. She's like, I lost a couple pounds. She was over here for a couple months. Lost a couple pounds just in eating on a daily basis. But all that extra shit that we have in America that's in our food, not over there in Spain, uh, England, the UK. It's because of process. Mm-hmm. It's a, we we if we stopped running twenty four hours, we stop, and yes, you know nine to five, and the world stopped, right? There will be no most no no so 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 much mass production production and shit. There'll be no probably be no obesity, right? Because you know in America, at least in New York area, like it's everything's a fucking walking billboard. Yeah. Man, All right? They try to get shit into your head. I right. guess shit that you don't need. But it, and that's they, part of the sickness. And you know they're doing their job. The ads are doing their job. It's part of the sickness. So they got you 
panicking about getting this money to pay these bills. Then they got you panicking after you do that because you now have to go and figure something else out for yourself because, like you're saying, these ads are telling you to get your bills done and do this this way, but then it's telling you everybody else is doing this thing. You need to get on board with this too, but you still got to do, you still got to pay these bills and you still got to show up to these and you still got to move. So everything has been, everything has been geared towards you feeling like there is no time and you wonder why anxiety, depression, and all these other things continue to rise on top of physical health, on top of spiritual and emotional, because we're not focused at all in this country on mental health aspect of things we got fitness down packed to a degree but that's a billion dollar industry now it's as soon as these industries start getting taken up by all of these different people who just see it as a paycheck rather than growing people is where we start to lose it all and this capitalistic mindset is what continues having that result happen over and over again agreed so therefore we need to break it we need to break we need to break the media we need to break the, the, the internet alright media we gonna fucking break y'all <laughs> pizza boys on the job pizza you boys on the job listen it's, it's been an honor and pleasure uh, despite of the technical difficulties honor always an honor and pleasure talking to both of you um, always kings love you guys appreciate it appreciate it pizza boys they out here delivering the meat to every coast, east, west. South, Go check them out. Midwest. Go follow them. West side of the world. We, we're gonna send it. We're gonna promote this shit everywhere. We're gonna be in your gas station and your corner stores. We're gonna get it Facts. out. Facts. Yeah. Before we go, go to tell the people where they can find you. You can find me at Nick Nick Espinoza underscore two one five on Instagram and pretty much everything else. Same thing. Elvis and. You can find me at the EJM, e, the three letters, EJMstore.com. Google, all social platforms, you'll find me, and you'll find everything there as well. Show love, be a part of the movement. We appreciate y'all, man. Boom. And boom. And there you go. I'm out, guys. I Have a good night. And it's there. <laughs>